Core, before we begin, give me 30 seconds on saving Silverman. I remember Jack Black saying, all right, Clayton, like, and then just like tackling a guy or something like that. And Arlie Ermey's in the movie, I remember, I think. Yeah, uh, you got the, the best parts in Neil Diamond cover band. Yeah. Yeah. What's oh, it? Diamonds in the rough or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And Jack Black's all like, ban, 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 ban. I remember the bit where like yeah. Jack Black's like, "So mimes sound like when it's having sex." Oh, I'm a mime. He's like, "Mimes don't talk; they do when they're off duty." It's like I haven't seen that movie in at least ten years, but I saw it so many times, like twenty years ago when it first came out. That like so many of the one-liners and quotes are just embedded in my head, and like they'll just randomly come out just through daily just conversations, you know. And I, I, yeah, I I don't know. It was random. I was thinking about it at work, and I'm like, well, me and Corey saw it in the theaters together. So yeah, I remember the part with the cow or the recliner too. He's like, we've been through a lot of games together. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, right. Like I always remember that. Corey, I've never actually movie. seen that <clears throat> seen that film. Believe it or not, I think that's like the early 2000s film that got away from me that I just didn't. Fuck you, to replacement say. friends. <laughs> <laughs> So. I've never seen it. Either. You ain't missing much. Hello again, I'm Ed, and this is FewerCast, the Film Effect Weekly Entertainment Recap Podcast, where we break down the weekend entertainment news, trailer drops, and much, much more. As always, I'm joined by the usual suspects, Corey, Andrew, Sean, Justin. How's everyone feeling? Good. What's up, everybody? I'll, I'll know more on, on Tuesday, but um, I'm here, man. I'm here, so. Well, hopefully you're all doing better than I've been the last handful of days, like, Yesterday, I was active, but I was still kind of blah, but today, I'm like 92%, and 92% damn good. I'll take that. For those of you listening, Did you I, ever I, was, out exactly? I, I took three COVID tests over the last three days, and they all came back negative, so I had the symptoms. I felt like complete shit. I was fucking just having some on and off chest problems. Uh, there was a couple instances where the breathing got... Uh, and it was because of the wheezing, because I'm a smoker. But other than that, you know, just rest, fluid, eat here and there. And, uh, you know, took me about two to three days. But, you know, like I said, I'm feeling about 92%, and I'll take that over the way I was feeling before. So it was uh, brutal, but feeling good now. So I Glad just want to be able to put better. my shoes on again. I was going to ask you, if you ever, did you ever go to your appointment? Did you have that yet? I thought no, it was next it, week. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Okay. So you have news for us? Yeah, you, have, you have an update? I'm, 
No, it's it's I I don't know I don't know Jack Dick for six days, dude. Tuesday, next Tuesday. Okay, we were making it sound like you know you had something to tell us. Like I don't, I don't know. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. I know you trust me. Once I get a prognosis, you guys will be the first to know. I'm getting sick of it though. I can't even put fucking shoes on. All right. And also, if I sound a little off, that's just because I'm still got the I'm going through the phlegm stage as I call it. It's the final stage of this uh shit so all right before we break bread i want to remind our listeners to check us out on both facebook and instagram at the film effect podcast for all announcements and updated minute updates follow us on twitter at film effect pod to interact and socialize with us and to receive all the latest news and updates as well if you're an old-fashioned person who enjoys old-fashioned things you can simply reach out to us via email by sending your questions selections and suggestions to the film effect podcast at gmail.com and finally, follow along on TikTok. I'm talking about the app, not the scene from Hook with Dustin Hoffman and Jack's Watch. What is it? I hear it. I hear it again. Smitty, it's that crocodile back from the dead. Where you can find us at Film Effect Podcast. And we sincerely appreciate those five-star ratings and positive reviews, so please continue to send all that positivity our way and let us know how we're doing on Apple, Spotify, or by going to thefilmeffectpodcast.com slash reviews. It's also not a bad time to flaunt the new merch designs. We've got a few going on over at thefilmeffectpodcast.com slash store. Pretty soon you'll also be able to access our store directly on Facebook. But for now, just go to thefilmeffectpodcast.com slash store and it'll take you straight to the online place. I'm still updating it too. There's a Furycast design that I'm currently working on to include Andrew in. And there's also a brand new design overall that I'm really excited to show everyone. Well, I showed you guys earlier. It's that uh, blockbuster design. So both of those should be out by the end of the week. Or the month, who knows? No, 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 my pace. It's a shame. Errol's Errol's video gets no love. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was trying. To, I was trying to do Hollywood video, but I ended up doing Blockbuster because it was easier. <laughs> Errol's is for the uh, line of tidy whities You guys are gonna. Do. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I remember Errol's. I, I do Errol's, uh, Blockbuster. They were the big ones. There was a couple I Love videos around. And then uh, it was. I remember I love video, but I have no idea what Arrows is. Arrows, exactly. Um, and then uh, Hollywood video came around in like the mid to late nineties. I was kind of like Hollywood video was never a series. They were kind of tardy to the party, you know. They were just kind of like, "Hey guys, we're here too." It just pissed me off. Never, they gave you they, they 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 gave you extra time, didn't they? Give you like three to five days for one rental, whereas well, you only got twenty four hours with. Sh- don't don't tell it, don't, don't tell anyone, but we did too at Blockbuster. We gave everybody a grace period they didn't know about. So huh. it, it's not well, it's the, not like well, at I'll, noon, you know, the fucking ticker hit your account. You know, the, the late fee. No, we we gave you. Uh, it was actually a two hour grace period, but still, you know. Yeah, fuck no. You don't think we had all that shit checked in by noon? Hell no. Well, oh, and, and also, an hold on, Andrew, real quick. Let me get this out and I'll let you go. Um, now, now that the place is no, you know, so long, so gone, and I can just say whatever I want about the shit, um, we had full access to just wait, wiping late fees. You know, it was pretty much up to us. You know, if, if you pissed us off, no. 
that that 388 remained intact. <laughs> if you were cool about it, we had the ability to take it off. So it's not like, you know, oh, I can't do anything about it. We could. <laughs> all right, Andrew, sorry about that. What were you going to say? No, that's all good. So funny story about Hollywood Video. When they went out of business, the one by, you know, us on Joppa Road or Ebenezer, I think it was, by the Outback Steakhouse. Um, we walked in there. It was me, Colin, Scott. And we asked because they were like, we're selling everything. We were like selling everything. They were like, yeah. And I was like, can I buy that Donkey Kong pinup? It was this big ass like fucking cardboard cutout of Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah. They were like, yeah, we'll sell that to you. I was like, all right, I'll take that. I'll take the Lara Croft. We'll take the Mario one. We took all that. And the dude, for whatever reason, looked at us and was like, yeah, we're selling everything, man. You want the security system to this place? And I just looked (laughs) at him like, are you fucking serious? No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's how liquidations work. But I wonder Everything how much must that go, dude, literally. I, but I want to know. I wish I could go back in time and just kind of feed into his bullshit and be like, "How much for the security system?" Let's let's be real here. <laughs> uh, well, now that I got the chores out of the way, let's tighten that grip and bring on the drip. First up, uh, kind of late, but I still wanted to acknowledge it. Wanted to say rest in peace, Mitchell Ryan. For those of you who are like, who the fuck is Mitchell, Mitchell Ryan? We covered Halloween Crystal Michael Myers last year. He was uh, Dr. Wynn. He was also in wasn't Liar like, Liar. I just watched that the yeah, other night. Yeah, I was going to say, wasn't he like the head of the like lawyer firm in Liar Liar? Yeah, like yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the guy yeah. that uh, he tried to impress and he... He went in to insult him and the uh, the whole head, and then they ended up laughing at yeah. everything he was saying. So, yeah, that's um, ironically enough. That's like the only person I really remember in Liar Liar outside of Jim Carrey. I don't remember too much about that film. It's been a very long time since I've seen it. Watch yeah, out Mitch, for Mitchell him, Ryan. dickhead. Mitch, Mitchell Ryan's like your great value, Tom Atkins. Pretty much. It's funny <laughs> you mentioned that because they were both in Lethal Weapon. Which Tom Atkins is like your poor man's Tom Skerritt, so. <laughs> so yeah just uh one of the just throw that out there all right uh next up so florence Pugh is in talks to play the princess in dune part two princess yurilan 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 see that's yes. what i get for not watching the movies yet so yeah you didn't see Virginia the did. new one yet i dude i i had all the time in the world to watch all the fucking movies but i was just <laughs> i didn't even feel like watching anything i just laid down and watched I, got, I went into a fucking YouTube hole for like 72 hours dude how many Dune movies are there I thought it was just two there's three technically because you got the 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 2000 I think it was in 2000 or 2000 early aughts they had a sci-fi miniseries of it oh, there's oh. there's the the 85 version and then there's the the new ones well you also they also did Children of Dune sci-fi followed up that miniseries oh okay <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there you go. Now, Princess Irulan in the original was Virginia Madsen, very young, her first screen role. And she doesn't have a lot of screen time. Um, but, again, Lynch was kind of under the gun and forced to chop a lot of shit down. So, I mean, if if the role is similar in Denny Villeneuve's version, then ain't that big a deal. She can be on screen for about three and a half minutes. Yeah. She's not. I've read the book, and she's not in it a whole lot. She is no, the narrator. She's kind of like yeah. Book. She's like your throughway, 
you know, to, to bring you up to speed. Otherwise, you're sitting there with a fucking, you know, glossary the size of, you know, Stephen King's The Stand or The Talisman, you know. I feel like um, yeah. the fact that they're going big for this role, Florence Pugh, because she's pretty big right now, tells me that they might have an expanded role for this character. I'm totally just shooting in the dark with this you know, hypothesis, because I've, you know, totally in the dark on this whole story and movie, so, um, just I, I love, I love everything she's done so far, she's one of my favorite actresses so, uh, already, um, she hasn't done a whole lot, but she's fucking great in everything she's in. She did that wrestling movie, right? She That's the that only film that she's done it. that I've never seen, I mean, I went to the theater by myself and saw Little Women, uh, that, because she was in it mainly, <laughs> I'm not kidding, Blood dude. Playing film. Uh, the she played Paige in the biography pick. What was it growing up with my family or, or fighting with my family? The Rock. Yeah, that's, that's the what, one that the Rock the movie did. I saw. Yeah. Yeah, and she I, was I in that one. Good. I've never seen it. Eh, it's okay. It's okay. It's if you like like your stereotypical wrestling, you know, inspirational type movie. It's okay. It's nothing sure. special. But you know, Midsommar, she's just the best in. Um, I. Black Widow is, you know, she's she was good for what, you know, it, it's it's just she was fine in that movie, and that's not her. It's nothing. It's nothing against her. It's just the movie itself, the script that she was given is just, you know, it's whatever. It's a Marvel movie. You get what you get. So she did the best she could. She with did it. a movie called Lady Macbeth. that's really good. That's that was the first thing I ever saw her in. Uh, I'm whatever this girl's in. I'm watching. Like it was. Not too long after that, did I saw or, or saw that she was in Midsummer. So, you know, yeah, I, I like everything I've ever seen her in. So, what this film is supposed to come out next October? Are there any more big characters they got a cast for? Uh, yeah, if they they've yet to announce uh, Faye Ralpha. Yeah, which is which is um, Glassu Beast Robbins' uh, half brother. Again, Sting. nephew of Baron Harkonnen. Sting with Sting in the David Lynch version. It was Sting in a wing bikini. <laughs> um, he's for real. I like just it. Google it. Just Google it, dude. You'll see it right away. Oh, um, the image is burned into my mind, Sean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What he's my I, favorite. What am I googling? What am I googling? Uh, just Google Fade Ralph in 1985. F E Y D R A U T H A. And just and you'll see exactly what I mean. He should be a shot of Sting with his spiky bleach blonde hair and this gray winged bikini. <laughs> I mean, he wears more than that throughout the film, but that's like the image that that's that's most commonly associated. So yeah, that's probably the biggest role uh, yet to be cast. He was my favorite character in the. I've never read the books. I'm like Corey. I've, I just never sat down with him, but um, he was my favorite character in the in the uh, the David Lynch one. I was a little disappointed we weren't getting him in the first the first one that Villeneuve did, but it made sense because his character comes in kind of late in the game, and then he's you know splitting the book in two. Hmm, okay, uh, but he's essentially like the the anti Paul Atreides or Paul Moadib. He's like there. It's, it's like they balance each other out almost. It's it's kind of hard to describe. Yeah, he's but, like he's like flashy and like very confident and. You know, Atreides, he's like not, you know, he, he doesn't look like. But, much, but, but yeah, it's it's, it's, it's yeah. like the alpha. It's it's like the hero and the antihero, right? You know, pretty much with with that character. Hmm. 
And uh, that's that's the last major character I can think they've you know they've they've got to announce. All right. Um, I literally know nothing about Dune, so yeah, yeah. So. I have no input, unfortunately. All right, all right. Moving on, as per Christopher Allen Nelson's Instagram page that he posted just a couple hours ago, Halloween ends has wrapped. That is a wrap. He posted a picture of. What I'm assuming is the crew gift. It's just the tag that has all the uh, the text on it and uh, a black ribbon with a Halloween looks like a band. It says, movies are little miracles. Hundreds of people come together and create fragments that then get linked and become movies. Every single crew and cast member of Halloween, Halloween Kills, and Halloween Ends have contributed their own special gifts, talents, focus, and passions towards David Gordon Green's Halloween trilogy. We are so grateful to each and every one of you for your contributions, and we hope when you wear this, you will do so with great pride and remembrance of the wonderful creative time we had together. Signed, Jamie, David, Danny, Malik, Bill, and Jason. And that is uh, pretty much that. Christopher did go on to write in his text here. Well, that's that. A wrap on our Halloween trilogy FX makeup. We have laughed, cried, and blood has flowed on, the, um, on and off screen. I think fans will be surprised and really love this chapter. See you on October 14th. In honor of being a part of this legacy in cinema history, in 1978 when I was 10 years old, if you told me I'd be here, I wouldn't have believed it. Trying to thank you to some FX team and their amazing artists. Your work is incredible and I love you all. It's just a bunch of thank yous after this, but yeah. That's a wrap on Halloween Ends. I do know Jamie Lee Curtis wrapped her stuff about a week and a half ago. And yeah, that that, that, that adds up because I heard there was about a week left after she left the set. So, um, kind of curious. Well, definitely curious. But uh, I'm surprised that we haven't seen or heard. Like, usually, you know, there's like spies that get on sets and shit. Now, I think the fact that well, I, I, don't, I don't even know if this is true or not because I'm not sure how they filmed this. I know the majority of kills was done in a warehouse, even though it looks like they're outside on the streets and all. That was all in a warehouse. So, because um, there's, there's a studio there in South Carolina. So, I'm curious to see if uh, that's why. Maybe they did the same thing with this one. I don't know. They haven't done any, like, cast announcements other than the fact that, uh, what's your face? Uh,. Uh, the, 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 the the girl Lindsay shit from the original she's back from from kills um her name will come to me <laughs> but yeah um so what do you guys have to say I, I know shit Sean you and I went to the premiere of kills I know you're in the, you can't wait I know you're a fan <laughs> yeah it's on Sean's no, no, fucking I'm, list yeah I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely looking forward to it I mean I'm I'm pleased with you know, the direction that David Gordon Green and Danny McBride took it in. I remember first reading, I think we talked about this before, you know, first reading they were doing a Halloween movie. I'm like, what the fuck is this all about? Because I'm a big McBride fan, but he's known for broad comedy. Right. You know, but I'll be damned if they didn't, you know, shift gears on us and deliver one hell of a package in those first few films. So, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. That's uh, pretty much my birthday movie like it like it is. Um, yeah, you know, and every time they drop, they drop right around my birthday. So we'll, you know, we'll make an event out of that. Um, I do have something I want to talk about uh, on a on a different title, 
once we wrap this up, if you give me five minutes on a soapbox. Um, go for it now. Um, so, I watched, I watched Scream last night. Okay. Wow, he says it with such conviction. I don't know where this is going, but um, I'm curious. I mean, I, I, like I told you guys. that utter piece of pablum dog shit. It was a goddamn insult. I've never wanted a, if the movie had a face, I wanted to punch it in it. Okay, why? It was, and, <laughs> All right, well, it, Sean does it, not like this film. It was a waste. Thank God I didn't spend a fucking nickel. And you went and gave them your money twice. You're an idiot for that. That thing <laughs> should have stayed not. fucking buried. It's. I mean, I mean our, our so opinions couldn't be any more night and day. It was, it was a goddamn insult. That film was a fucking well, you insult. Haven't, you haven't told me why yet. You've given me metaphors uh, of hey, faces and it. your fists and it's, shit. I want to know it, why. Spoilers. It, it was. It was just bad, dude. It was bad. It's like no yeah, spoilers. Let's get the band back together. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. You know, it's, let's get the band back together. Fuck you. Just do do a 30th anniversary retrospective documentary. You don't need to feed me this pablomatic bullshit. I literally want, never wanted to punch a movie in its face more than I had last night. And I came to that conclusion 22 minutes in. I hate watch the ever-loving shit out of the rest of that movie like it was season two. It puts a lot of true detective. Fuck that fucking movie. It was, it was, it was, I mean, it was awful. You're not the biggest I mean, fan. You're not I've the biggest fan of the like, franchise to begin with, so it's it's not really no. like I'm taking no offense. It's not like I'm, I'm taking I've heard to each his own. Right, to each right. his own. But I just do not. I do not see any sort of appeal. It was like rinse and repeat, like they did with the fucking Star Wars movies. You know, it was a fucking insult. And I can get all my soapbox about the Star Wars films, but I won't. I'm with you there. But you know, to, to I don't hate them. I just to, feel like they deserve worthy criticism. I had I a lot more fun with them than I did the prequel trilogy. How's that? The nerve for the and I get it uh, for Wes, yada yada yada. Rest in peace. You know the nerve that they want to stand up and ask me to give them fifteen dollars for that bullshit. Fuck that noise. That film is a fucking joke. It should have stayed on a goddamn un, unproduced screenplay pile. Well, it you're was getting just more there so. for fan service. And it's, you know, <laughs> like, I'm literally a half, not even a half an hour into the movie, I turned to Mandy, I'm like, meta much? Jesus Christ, man. That film was still in on its own joke, it couldn't let itself up, it was a fucking insult. <laughs> I, 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 I want to continue this conversation at, at a later date, so we'll just, uh, I'll take that, you know. And I'm not watching it again, you're not getting me to watch that fucking movie again. <laughs> okay, it's not like. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not calling for a scream episode. I'm just calling for an, yeah. an, an end Sean conversation. That's all. <laughs> it doesn't have to be at with the whole point, world. At this it's point, between you I want to have a debate between you two over this film. <laughs> well, yeah. um, I'm moderated. I'm I don't care. I'm down whenever you guys are ready. Yeah. That'd be Is kind it of on fun. Paramount Plus? It's on Paramount, yeah, it's on Paramount. Yeah, it dropped Plus. yesterday. We watched it last night. Okay. I don't have Paramount Plus. I was just curious. I'll, I'll give you my login. <laughs> Mandy got up and voluntarily did my fucking chores for the last hour of the movie. She couldn't even take it. She just started doing the shit around the house that I hadn't done yet. I'm, I'm really curious as to what the film thing. did to piss you off so much. But like I said, it's, we'll talk. We'll talk. Insult. We'll talk. Yeah, please. Yeah, we'll, schedule schedule that. Book it. I will. I, I, I will. Like okay. I said, I will okay. sharpen up my scissors because I'm shredding that film to fucking ribbons. All right. Um. <laughs> well, golly so, gee willikers. So, Ed's recommendation wasn't screened this week. No, 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 no. It better be now. You better call an audible. No. So, all right. So, 
As per our friends over at JoeBlow.com, the Penguin series starring Colin Farrell has officially been picked up, ordered two, steer, bleh, two series by HBO Max. Um, this, of course, is the first of two series they're now doing. Um, the, the first is the Arkham Asylum that was originally supposed to be a uh, GCPD series, which has now just evolved into this Arkham Asylum series, and now they're doing... This Penguin series, which I heard about, I get it. Um, I guess that means he's not really going to be like the centerpiece of the second film that we know is now going to be a trilogy. Um, I think I'm the only person who of, of this group who's seen the Batman, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. correct. Been, yeah. All right, so I won't say a fucking thing. Um, and it, no, that's not my recommendation this week either. Although that's not to say I didn't like it i have many thoughts i'm looking forward to watching it again with you four so um so having not seen the movie i mean do you guys feel this is overkill this is a good idea or do you really not have much of an opinion because you don't you don't know what there's no reference you look i can't I can't speak on it until I've seen the film. I mean, I, I, the, 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 the film's literally lighting the world on fire this weekend. You know, I, yeah, I've for good reason. nothing but great things. So, yeah, it's, I'm anxious to see it. I'm, you know, ever since it went in development, they're like, I'm like, it's about time we get to see the world's greatest detective be a fucking detective. You know, hell I mean? yeah. And, you know, he's like, all right, you already know his parents died coming out of the theater. We don't need to tell you that shit all over again. Great, perfect. Drop me in the middle of Gotham. Let me watch him whoop some ass. Because my understanding is he's in that fucking cow more than he's out of it. You know, which is already going to be That's not really a spoiler. I mean, I'm going to say it's like 80% to 20% Batman versus Bruce Wayne. And Yeah, and that's got me sold. You know, and I like Matt Reeves' work. And it's a three-hour movie. I was not... I was I was not surprised when you know the 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 other TV series shifted gears from GCPD to to Arkham Asylum because let's face it you already did you know they already did Gotham right, that show right. wasn't bad you know but that show was scary. that show was terrible Sean shut I, up I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it no, I enjoyed it but hey you like fucking That's right I like so Scream so yeah <laughs> I win though <laughs> but no anyway um. Yeah, I think that's cool because there's a whole rogues gallery they can dip into, and the fact that it's on HBO Max gives a little more leeway to get, you know, I guess shall we say adult, you know, adult oriented themes. Right. I'm not talking nudity, but I mean they could, they could push the boundaries a little more than they can with, you know, a PG-13 rating. So I don't know. I I can't speak on it until I see the film. But from what I understand, I'd probably root for these TV series. After seeing the film, I'm, I, you know, something tells me I'm going to want more, right. even after, you know, sitting there for three hours. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to us going to see it. All right. So, um, this next piece is coming from Bloody Disgusting. Uh, words I never thought I'd ever utter in a sentence. Rob Zombie's The Monsters has received an official PG rating for macabre and suggestive material, scary images, and language. Thoughts? <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise I'm me. I'm surprised. I, mean, we, we all know I thought it would at least get a PG-13-ish rating for being Peacock, but still. PG? I mean, I didn't know Rob had it in him. That I, I, I didn't think he could hold back, or if this was more of a studio thing. It's, I'm sorry, I, network. I, mean, I was... 
I made it. I made it clear that I like the guy's work. Yeah, um, I mean, I do too. And I'm not shitting on him. It's, uh, there's, you know, I, I, even even I, I think his weakest films are those two Halloween movies. But even those, I could sit through again. Um, so once it was announced, I already had a feeling he wasn't going to be able to put that full Rob Zombie stamp on it, just based on the, you know, the the intellectual property at hand. You know, and I feel it's like it just from the set images or the images that I've seen in the cast that he's put together, it's gonna be. It's obviously gonna be like a dark comedy. It's yeah, not but gonna, you know. to, to to piggyback <laughs> off what you just said um, uh, about expectations and everything, and, and zombie being, mm-hmm. it being his thing, I mean, mm-hmm. didn't you think that he actually would once they announced the cast and it was your traditional, your standard, your typical zombie? His wife's got front and center, um, along with you know regulars Daniel Roebuck and uh, was that Jeffrey Jeff Dan- Je- Jeffrey Daniel Phillips? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, didn't um, that right there tell you like, okay, well, this is more of a zombie thing? Because it couldn't have been the other way. It could have been like you know, that's, that's him. That, that's him putting his fingerprint on it. But again, like I said, given the property that you know, it's, he's working with previously established intellectual property that you know the, the whole concept is, is is goofy to begin with you know just yeah. the, the actual universal monsters living on mockingbird lane amongst the rest of normal suburbia you, i mean it's going to be it's kind of hard to to shift that into a full-on gore fest that, that we're used to getting out of rob zombie it's not really the so gore i was, I was, I was never gonna, expecting that it's are it, they doing that though like, is that like confirmed thing I just told you what the rating was for, and there's nothing about gore or heavy violence. It just says, or no violence. It just says macabre, suggestive material, scary images, and language. It's gonna yeah. be like those Adams Family movies. It's like a, uh, it's, I, I, that's I, what I got thinking in the back of my head yeah. too. When I yeah, think about just this. but a, but a, a little bit a, a little bit edgier. I was thinking the same thing. You know, I'm not I, gonna I was, lie. I'm down for that. I mean, I've seen the monsters. I was, you know. I've not seen the whole thing, but I've seen definitely like quite the handful of episodes and I enjoy the IP and I enjoy Rob Zombie. So yeah, I mean, I'll watch it. Fuck it. It could be worse. Am I head over heels for it? No, but I will watch it. Definitely. It it could be, uh, it could be Tim Burton's dark shadow starring Johnny Depp as Colin bananas. Colin bananas, dude. Who the fuck is this Colin Colin bananas guy? I keep hearing about (laughs) who is this Colin bananas guy. I keep hearing about, uh, oh, that's a great shit. little inside Damn joke. It. That goes back what about ten years? Yeah, it's been like twelve years at this point. I mean, that movie we came out ten years ago. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> who, the fuck, who the fuck is Colin? I was not paying attention at all, and all of a sudden I come <laughs> back and I'm like, Colin, something, something, my bananas. <laughs> what are you guys talking <laughs> about over there? Uh. It's a Barnabas <laughs> Collins, just so we're clear. Right. So. <laughs> You can't see the misconstruction, but you understand. That was funny, though. It was <laughs> funny. Your your response was funny because the five of us had gone on and on and on for a while. And you chime in like, who the fuck is Colin Bananas? <laughs> I want to be a part of this conversation. Oh, man. And finally, our last bit of news for this week. Uh, this one comes from Variety. Warner Brothers decided to shift a whole bunch of release dates. Pretty much... Uh, the majority of it is their uh, uh, DC slate. Surprise, surprise. Uh, so we got DC League of Super Pets, which up until yesterday I've never <laughs> heard of. 
is <laughs> moving from May 20th to July 29th. Got Keanu Reeves. That's why I heard of it it's from yesterday. I had that that whole announcement. Kevin Hart in it too. Um, Kevin Hart do a voice too. The Flash. The Hart, right. Stop me if you heard this one before. The Flash moves from November 4th to June 23rd, 2023. This is like the fifth fucking shift for this movie. I'm starting to (laughs) doubt this movie's even coming out. I mean... I mean, it's a proper title. The the Flash is trying to get away from you. I mean, it's even with the title changes. You'll never see this. But now it's just simply called Flash, but the fucking release date... I mean, I think... It, they've been given this release dates ever since 2018 or some shit like that. It's it's yeah. Something, something tells me something tells me that film is so broken they can't fix it. But they're screwing oh, to put these. And real together. quick, uh, if to, to, to any real quick to anyone questioning why uh, they're they're citing COVID reasons because we're still throwing that reason around. Um. Anyway, the next one, Aquaman, the the second one, of course. It's moving from December 16th to March 17th of next year. Uh, Willy Wonka, I'm sorry, Wonka, uh, moves from March 17th of next year to December 15th of next year. That's a big one. Shazam! Fury of the Gods is moving up. This is the only release date that's moving up. It's moving up from June 2nd of next year to December 16th of this year. That's actually taking them the... uh, Aquaman spot. And finally, this one's a uh, brand new release date that they've just listed. The Meg 2, The Trench, has been set for <laughs> August 4th, 2023. Uh, Son of a bitch. I was so looking forward to that movie. Too. I've never seen the first <laughs> Meg, so I can't even... I, it's okay. I, I don't have a dog in this fit. Like two or three more times. No, it's harmless. So here's, here's my thing on this. Uh, so I... Again, I'm not trying to bring this up, but it's, it, it ties into the story. The, over the weekend when I saw the Batman, before the movie, they did this thing that I'd never seen before. They had this... I don't think Marvel's ever done this. I'm sure they've done something like this, but DC did this like promo for like 2022 and all the films that are coming out, exclusive to theaters, you know, the big events, you know, four huge films for 2022. And it was, you know, The Flash... Aquaman, uh, uh, Shazam, uh, whatever. It was like four movies that were coming out this year. And like three of them just got pushed the next year. And I'm like, you guys just put this out with your brand new movie and then you're just going to go fucking four days later and just go, oh yeah, by the way, they're now coming out next year. Fuck you. That's uh, a good thing I'm not looking forward to any of these movies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I want to see Michael Keaton that's funny you're, you're going to be seeing Michael Keaton in the Batgirl movie before you see him in the Flash movie at this point I'll never see him in any of these movies at this point what are you talking about <laughs> well I know he, he's um he's currently shooting the Batgirl movie that's no joke and that's supposed to be coming out this year for around Christmas time last I heard I thought, he, then, already, I thought <clears throat> he already shot for the Flash he did but they keep pushing the release date back that's the joke Come on, no, kid. These I are the mean, jokes. That's the uh, that Batgirl one's the one that's got Brendan Fraser's Firefly, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, glad that guy's getting his. Getting, me too. Getting, I love me some Brendan Fraser. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was a little concerned um, when I was watching those sudden move. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man! He let himself go, but obviously that was for a part. Um, no, you know, that's Brendan Fraser. 
Um, I see. <laughs> uh, check out the third season of the say, affair. Check out the right behind now. the scenes stills of Batgirl for future reference. I mean, he's still that's Brendan Fraser. That's just how he looks now. Uh, well, I thought it was because he was doing that movie about the dude who couldn't get out of his house. Yeah, himself. <laughs> uh, no, 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 seriously, no. It's all jokes aside. No, he. That's that's how Brendan Fraser's looked for the last like five six years now. And that's all fucking yeah, bloated and yeah, shit, man. Yeah. Damn. I mean, it started right, with the right, hairline. Well, she's still got it in him. And, so. you know, I mean, whatever. I hey, man, he's getting up there. Leave him alone. Exactly. Leave Brendan Fraser alone. I'm not knocking him. I'm, 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 I'm glad we're getting more of him. I'm going to go back and rewatch those mummy movies again. Yeah, man. And Cena Man too. Bring it. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, no applause. Yeah, Paulie Shore could use it. Paulie Shore could use a paycheck. <laughs> yeah, right. Bedazzled, pretty stupid, Elliot. I fucking love Bedazzled. Okay, I'm a big fan of Bedazzled. <laughs> Fuck you. So I think the best bit is the best bit is when he's is 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 when he's the fucking the Colombian drug kingpin. <laughs> Not and, the, and the whole the the whole segment is subtitled, and the first thing he says is he is he I don't speak Spanish. Un momento, yo hablo español. He's like speaking in Spanish, trying to say he doesn't speak Spanish. All of a sudden, he realizes. He's now, I'll tell Spanish. you what: the best bit yeah. from that movie actually got cut from the movie. It's the, the 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 whole sequence where he becomes a fucking like Sid Vicious rock star, and and the, <laughs> that would be it's fun. on the fucking DVD and shit. It's, it's I'm sure you can watch it on YouTube. I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. funny as shit, dude. Like, me and Venker used to always reference that scene because like he's just. It's him and the girl he's after as like a you know Bonnie and not Bonnie and Clyde, uh, Sid and Nancy type in the back of of, of the the backstage and shit. And they're all fucked up and all. It's it's funny as shit. People are like dropping f bombs because it's PG thirteen. You keep it's like they bleep it out and stuff. So it's 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 funny. 
Um, Un momento. Yo hablo español. So let's check in and see what our friend Bruno's doing down in Hollywood, shall we? Secret agent man. So this week we're going to talk about Fortress, Sniper's Eye, a.k.a. Fortress 2. You guys ever seen the first Fortress? Because I've never heard of it. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, he wasn't here last week. He wasn't here last week. And he probably didn't listen to the episode. So he's probably like, who the fuck is Bruno? Are you Bruno? still talking about this Bruce Willis shit? Yes. Dude, the guy's got uh, so you're many. Here, Andrew. The okay. dude's got so yeah, many fucking know. movies. We can I do know, this every single week. And this is another one that he's got coming out in, in uh in April, April 29th, next month, right around the corner for Easter. You know, it's funny, it's it's funny you bring this topic up. I had a feeling you guys talked about it last week when I missed out. And yeah, you're right. I didn't I, I didn't get a chance to listen to the episode yet. Um I was thinking to myself last night trying to go back and say, okay, when was the last time that we got like a Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis movie, and I'm willing to bet that it's the last Boy Scout. What, like acting, like like an actual acting like role? As far as as far as no, as far as as far as what we've come to expect, where you know, where he's he's bringing it, he's not just phoning it in uh, and doing his Die Hard with Avengers. Like to have a word with you right now, uh, dude. So did that come? That came out after five. Um, Best Boy Scout was 90s. 91. Last Boy Scout was 91. Die Hard with Avengers was 95. Okay. And I I argue that that was the last movie that he actually, like, gave a shit. That was where Bruce Willis, You know what? You know what? No, 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 no. no. I take that back. I'll argue Fifth Element. I will argue Fifth Element. Maybe, maybe Armageddon. Maybe Armageddon. But after that, it was just, you know. Because he had that little run in 97, 98, because he did... Um, fifth element. He kept the bleached hair for the jackal, and then the la- the, the the following year he did um, Armageddon. That was a big one. But then after that, it was you know Sixth Sense, and that was kind of like even in that movie, he's just kind of moping around like uh, I'm monotone Bruce. Well, he's dead. Well, besides, you're obviously forgetting Cop Out. <laughs> yeah, again, Academy Award winning performance, cop fucking Cop Out, right there. The only person who wants to forget cop out more than me is Kevin Smith. Yeah, I love hearing him rant about that fucking behind the scenes. I know he's I know. got so many stories. It's it's great about Bruce Willis just crushing his soul. Yeah. Although I will say, when it comes to his straight to video shit, I watched that um that one he did with Jason Momoa where he's chasing down his dog. Was it Once Upon a Time in Venice? See, that's funny. And John um, Goodman's in that one too, right? That was okay. I, I saw uh, that. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was okay. I was okay. at a big lot a month ago. They had that on Blu-ray for like three bucks. I didn't buy it, but I was looking I mean, at it okay, like... I mean, okay, for that price, I'd, I'd say, you know, you could do worse. Okay. Um, I, I watched it. I think it was like HBO or, you know, it was on demand, right. you know, about six, seven years ago. Mandy and I watched it. That was all right. But yeah, that was another, that was one of his, you know, dump straight to videos because I remember just being on the rack, the new release rack when I was working at Best Buy. I'm like, shit, I don't know Bruce Willis made a movie with Jason Momoa. You know, oh, he makes yeah, it with everybody. He does. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's one, it's, it's one of the ones where he's, he's, he's kind of giving a shit. He's, he's at least at like 72%. Sean, Sean, I just want movie- you to know, Sean, I just want you to know how much he doesn't give a shit. I went on to Google 
what last week when we were doing the podcast and i just looked at bruce willis films over the past five years in particular if you look at the cover art <laughs> it's literally the same fucking thing over and you over ain't wrong, and over brother. Again. you're not wrong <laughs> for like a good five year span this motherfucker put out like 60 films that are not just the same around. film but it's the same front cover oh. with the same fucking plot synopsis. God damn. So this one co-stars Jesse Metcalf and Jad Michael Murray. And the plots... I saw the trailer for this. I saw the fucking trailer. And this trailer. one's like... about... It's a story revolves around the top secret resort for retired U.S. intelligence officers. Boy, can't wait to see that one. That's it. That's, yeah, that that's like the a, plot. That sounds like a... That's the plot that I got. That's and a... this is a sequel. I, I don't even, I've never heard of the first one. Don't know what the fuck it's about. It's just fortress, and it's wow, 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 wow. Although you know what, those those and it has the same a, front cover as Fortress One. Probably. Now that I think about it, those red movies weren't bad. Never seen them. <laughs> never seen them, and that was random yeah. as hell. But never seen them. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, you're, right. you're all right. Last Boy Scout in red. Those are the fucking winners right there. <laughs> That's it. Hey, dude, I am a sucker for Last Boy Scout. That was that was that was a Shane Black script. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. 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 I just, I just I, I remember seeing it in the theater. Me and my buddy Ray hey, Man, went. Taylor Negro, rest in peace. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. No, it's, it was yeah yeah Last Boy Scout's fun. It's a fun little ride. All right. Let's talk coming attractions. Coming soon to theaters. I got two this week. First one, the new Ben Affleck, Deep Water. Did you guys watch the trailer for that? Why are you the only man who wants to stay with me? I don't know. Are you too? I do. Why is mom so different around other people? I think this is who she is. You love me? Of course. You're not born. No. The fact that she's comfortable flaunting all these relationships around all of us, you're better than that. She's different. That's what I like about her. I just want to feel joy in my life. You want to tell me why you didn't come home last night? Not really. This isn't a game, Melinda. It's always been a game. I literally watched it as the computer was firing up tonight. I forgot you had mentioned it. I mean, I knew it was coming, but 
you know, I kind of. This is another one that got pushed back over and over. And then finally, Fox was just like, fuck it, Disney, you want this? Hulu, put it out there? Fine, 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 fine. Yeah, see, and I don't have Hulu, so like I stopped paying attention to it. I'm like, I'm never going to see that fucker for a while. So... Uh, um, for those of you who don't, you under, me a so for those of you who don't know what uh, Deepwater is, uh, this is the film that Ben Affleck did with his then girlfriend uh, Ana de Armas, and it was Adrian Lin's first film in twenty years, uh, the first one since Unfaithful. Uh, Adrian Lin, of course, uh, does a lot of exotic films uh, or exotica esque thrillers. Erotic, exotica, erotic. It's pronounced Adrian Line, Line. Line, yeah, Adrian okay. Line. Yeah, uh, thank yeah. you. Fatal Attraction, Decent Proposal, like I mentioned, Unfaithful, Flash Dance, uh, Jacob's Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> That's really random. Jacob, Jacob, J- no, Jacob's Ladder. Jacob's Ladder is at the fucking top for me, um, followed by uh, uh, Angel Heart. Those I think are you know two just fantastic. Uh, like sleepy little thriller movies that kind of grab you by the boo boo with the twist at the end. I like both of those films, so I'm curious for this one. But I mean, I don't know. Like you said, it's been 20 years. Look at what happened when Malik came back after 20 years. Nobody paid attention and can make sense out of his bullshit anymore. You know, I think we talked about that Tree of Life. Like, I don't think any one of us has ever gotten to the end of it, have we? Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of Tree of Life. I'll, I'll be. Oh, you see, I could. I couldn't finish it, dude. I could. I tried. I wanted like hell to like that movie because it was like Malik's return to force after seventeen years, and it just wasn't there for me. Uh, so I, I'm a fan of Unfaithful. Actually, I used to own it on DVD. I watched it. I saw it. Uh, I rented it when it first came out. Blockbuster. Uh, I was actually getting Unfaithful vibes watching this trailer. Um. It's kind of a, a long time since seeing Unfaithful. That's Richard Gere. Yeah, right? I'll, I'll I'll give you that. It was it was giving me the, it was giving me the vibes of that. Um, a little bit of Gone Girl, just where he's like, you know, because you know it's Affleck kind of perplexed. Yeah, as yeah. To what the fuck, his wife is up. That's to. a good. That's, that's a good combination. Even, Gone Girl and Unfaithful. Yeah, and and even um, oh Christ, now it's escaping me. Um, Christ, that quick it went out. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but I was I was getting those oh 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 um what was the 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 fucking perfect murder, the Michael Douglas um Vigo Mortensen what is it Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah Vigo yeah I was getting I was getting kind of those kind of vibes from it too, um I, I'm curious you know I yeah, I didn't realize too. until I watched the trailer that it was Adrian Lyne, um and it looks like he's bringing he, you know he he's going for the hard R. There's that one. You know, oh yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what to make out of it. Other than she's just like a cheap, manipulative bitch, and he's. But it's kind of like a game yeah. that they make out of it up until something serious happens, and it's like. Then again, and this is kind of a. I feel like this trailer was purposefully edited, like to mislead us into like thinking it's one thing, but it's really not. Kind of like what studios always do. Um, I think it's funny how they haven't given us anything, not even a teaser for this movie up until like the last two weeks and the movie comes out next Friday. Andrew, happy birthday, comes out on March 18th. The, 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 do, uh, do, any, do, any, do any of you guys have a Hulu account? I do. I, can piggyback I have a Hulu account. Do you? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, because mine's lapsed. I, I'm, even, even if I log in just a lot. Yeah, I, I, have, I have a Hulu account. I, that's one of the, okay. I have a bunch right now actually. But yeah, 
I'll be checking it out. Uh, I like that Marco Beltrami's doing the score. I'm a fan of his shit. Then again, I'm a fan of music. We've talked about this. But yeah, I'm excited about it. I mean, I'm not like at the edge of my seat, like can't fucking wait. But like, you know, it's been 20 years. And like I said, I'm a fan of his previous work, uh, his last film. I'm a big fan of um, the, the trailer at least left me curious. I'm a huge... I'm a fan of Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck was the fucking Bob and Phantoms, yo. Looking forward to seeing his performance in Deep Water. So, what could go and wrong? So, so, that, so that'll, be on, that'll be on Hulu next, next Friday. Next Friday, man. Next Friday night, I'm getting off work, getting a bag of popcorn, kicking back, watching some Deep Water. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm cribbing your login. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Mandy gets all Friday night. We're going to make a night out so. of it. I'm glad you, glad you mentioned it. Yeah, that was, I, I was, that was first... You know, I knew of it. Didn't even know the trailer dropped. Forgot that it was a Hulu exclusive. And then literally watched that trailer right before we went on the air. Um, and that's what I took from it. Like I said, I got vibes from other films. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm curious. I just really was sleeping on it because I didn't have Hulu and didn't know I had, I had an opportunity to watch ah, it. So. I got you. Cool. All right. Me. Trailer number two for the week. Nick Cage is back. Stop me if you heard this one before. Nick Cage is back. What's the worry here, Nick? You've lost some of your talent as an actor? No. <laughs> what did he say? He says he loves you, but he went in a different direction. I'm done. I'm quitting acting. Tell the trades it was a tremendous honor to be a part of storytelling and myth-making. Ah, oh, fuck, man. I'm driving through the hills. I'm sorry. One more time. We got another offer. It's a million bucks. It's to attend a wealthy gentleman's birthday party. I would never do that. It's the easiest gig ever. You play yourself. What do we know about this guy anyway? Is he into something strange? It's not like he's gonna want you to suck his dick or fuck his wife or watch you watch him fuck his wife. I wouldn't think so. Welcome to Mallorca, Mr. Cage. The guy that owns this house, what's his name? Javi. Is Javi gonna want me to, uh... I am Javi. Nick Cage. God, this place is stunning. What is your favorite movie? That's one of those questions that's impossible to answer. You can't just limit it to one. Imagine me and you. I do. Is it too much? Okay. Is this supposed to be me? It's grotesque. I'll give you 20,000 for I think that's the actor, Nick Cage. Nick Cage? I love you. Have you seen Croods 2? I'm 44 years old. Why the fuck would I see Croods 2? I've seen Face Off and Con Air. What do you guys want? We're with Central Intelligence. Do you know who you're spending time with? One of the most ruthless men on the face of this planet. I need you to help the U.S. government. Let's kill this love. Find a way into that room, Nick. I see myself doing more of this stuff. I think I might have a real gift for it. Good, because we got another mission for you. No, 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 no. Your friend is working for the U.S. government. Don't lie to me. Are those my golden guns? They're my golden guns. I don't want to kill you. You're the last person I want to kill. I love you. I love you. I'm Nick fucking... 
Now, I have never heard of this film before, never knew he was doing this. Then again, I don't really pay attention to oh, what he's Oh, you didn't? Doing. Well, hang on. I, I, I didn't really pay attention to it because it's Nick Cage. He likes to just put out movies every other fucking month. And, or at least that's how I yeah, feel. Yeah, him and Bruce Willis have the same age. Now, uh, well, I, the difference is I will watch a Nick Cage movie. In fact, I own <laughs> some of those performance movies. Now, this one, I, I, I missed. Hang on, I missed this one up until uh, when I saw Batman over the weekend. They had this new trailer one there. That was my first time seeing it. Rewatched it before this episode. Told you guys we we're going to talk about it. So hopefully you all watched it as well. Uh, Andrew, what were you going to say? And then let's just go around Robin here. What you guys think of this? I was going to say, I've heard about this film for the past couple of months, ironically enough, and I'm super excited. Like, I, I it sounds so funny to me. Hey, man, Every on the topic I, of metal, metal, it couldn't have came out at a fucking more convenient time, you know what I mean? Everything's about <coughs> meta. Sean, scream, buddy. Wink, wink. <laughs> Fuck that goddamn movie. <laughs> All right, Andrew. Oh, jeez. So I'm assuming you watched it. I did. What, the, I, the, the, the trailer for Unbearable? Um, yes. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, and I forgot. Uh, I, I watched the new one without realizing that I had seen the teaser trailer a couple weeks or a couple months ago because there's those couple moments where you're like, wait a minute, I have seen some of this before. So I had known about it since before it went into production. I'm like, that's yeah, I missed that neat. first teaser. Me too. You know, you know, at first it was getting like, like, you know, being John Malkovich vibes. I'm like, all right, he's playing himself, but kind of a not himself, like satire parody type thing. You know, I didn't know Neil Patrick Harris was in it till, till the trailer. But uh, no, it looks it, it looks it, it looks fun. It looks campy. You know, it's not going to win any goddamn awards. You know, it, there's it's just I don't know. I don't think it'd be a cool Honest, way to kill two Honestly, hours on, it kind of looks like Wednesday I, I hope that it's short, and I hope that they don't. I hope that it has more material than the same old running gag of "Hey, I'm Nick Cage." Let's reference the Cage movies for an hour and a half. You know, I yeah, feel like right. the joke's going to be over with in like the first like half hour if it's the whole movie filled with just these meta references of Nick Cage stuff that he's done over the years. We saw the trailer uh, in the trailer. We saw the uh, little statue thing and the, and the guns from Face Off. Um, hopefully, someone rocks a fucking wig from Con Air or a bunny rabbit, <laughs> something like that. Uh, you know, just. You know, hopefully it's just not a bunch of just, you know, hey, remember this from this movie for like, you know, 90 minutes. I hope that there's something that can keep me engaged. I like the cast. I'll, I'll tell you that that that's enough to, you know, lure me in at least and see what's going on with this one. Uh, but yeah, it looks like fun. Uh, Justin, since we really haven't heard much of you this episode, what do you think of this trailer? Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. I watched the teaser one a few months ago. Like, I, I'm. I'm interested in the fact that it appears that Nick Cage wants to make good movies again. Like he's not just doing like one every five years. Like it, it seems like ever since Mandy, he's making a concerted effort to like be in good movies again and not just the straight, the red box shit. Um, so I guess he's got his tax problems taken care of. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, it, it looks good. I, I agree. The cast looks interesting. Um, I laughed at the at the face off that. Well, I liked it. He goes, "It's hideous." I'll give you twenty grand. Twenty fast forty grand. It it seems like a very Nick Cage thing to do. So yeah, no, I, I'm I still like I need to see Pig. Like I, I need to go. I still haven't seen um, 
what's the one he did? Prisoners the, uh, of the Wasteland. Yes, Prisoners of the Wasteland. Yeah, I've got, I've, I've got Ed's copy here, but I haven't had that. I don't want to watch it till I can get stoned. So he has. I haven't scored any weed since he laid it on me. But yeah, I still haven't seen yeah. the Richard Stanley movies done. So I've got some catching up to do on what he's been doing the past few years. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. Oh, the the Richard the Richard Stanley when I Color Out of Space was yes. fucking neat, bro. Yeah, I got that see movie. That. that movie was cool. Not only was it, you know, Nick Cage not phoning it in to pay the IRS, it was Nick Cage giving a shit and, you know, playing a part. But it feels good to have Stanley back behind the camera again. Like he Hold up. came out of the jungle after you Dr. won't watch Prisoners of the Ghostland without weed, but you went ahead and watched Colorado Space without weed. I had ah, weed when I watched Colorado okay, Space. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say it makes no fucking sense, but whatever. <laughs> no, it's, you gave them to me at different times. <laughs> uh, real quick, speaking of face-off while it's on my mind, uh, have we heard any updates on this sequel that's supposed to be like written and directed by Adam Wingard? Like any? Get the what the get what, what who the fucking what? Apparently, this is breaking news to Sean. Everyone else has been available for like the last year or so since it was announced. Yeah, they, they <laughs> Paramount <laughs> yeah, breaking news. news. Paramount announced. Uh, Last year, that's how long it's been. The, the they officially announced Face Off Two. Adam Winger was coming in to write and I think direct it as well. And his uh, script Christ. apparently includes, you know. Did you just throw up, Sean? <laughs> a little bit, yeah, a little bit in my mouth. Cage and uh, Travolta. Get the fuck out of here! Why would I lie to you, Sean? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, it's 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 not like it's beneath them at this stage in their career to show back up and, you know, phone it in for a sequel to cash a big check. But why? Why? You don't need to. The gimmick, you know, the gimmick's over, you know. Okay, I'm sorry. Adam Wingard's directing it. His co-writer slash partner, Adam, uh, Simon Baird's writing it. Uh, so I have a link from October. This is a site called MovieWeb probably source this from another site but anyway this is the last update that i got on it something about simon barrett talking about the studio's reaction to the script and the casting challenges aka they're trying to get travolta and cage to sign on um it ain't gonna happen I guarantee you, this thing just fizzles out. It's it sounds to me like that's the way I we're going. You, I can tell you right now, there's no. The, the longer we wait, the older they get. The more people just lose interest. Yeah. And 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 the more the more the fans of the John Woo original are, are going to be dropping dead. So there's not going to be anybody to buy a fucking ticket. True. You know what I mean? Because I I enjoyed you know the original Face Off. I remember walking to a movie theater. Corey, we saw it in the theaters with your mom and grandmother. Remember that night? Hell yeah. I was so excited for that same, movie. Same. Um Alright. So uh who are we canceling this week? Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't get to say anything <laughs> oh, about the shit, Nick Cage shit. All right, well, shit. What, what, what the you... fuck am I, chop liver? God damn it, <laughs> let the man talk. All right, all right. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Go on. No, I just wanted to say first pig is definitely want um worth anybody's time if you guys haven't seen it uh, it was excellent i really enjoyed that and uh nick cage in that movie you know yeah, obviously I mean, you, makes you, the... you, i can't believe you told me that this is the second time you told me that i just find it hard to believe given the 
you know, the plot that it's going to, that it's, that I'm going to be riveted, but you're saying it's that good, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's not about the pig. Like, you know, right. I mean, it's about the pig, but it's not about the pig. You know? Right. right. Not not Wick, which is what everybody thought it was going to be. Like, like John yeah. Wick. Right. Like a vengeance film, you know? Right. No, it, it it's a, I would say it's like about forgiveness more than anything else. But anyway, um, I'm excited. Like I, I saw the teaser way back and I was excited about it, but I'm almost a little worried. I'm like, you know, when you have a Nick Cage movie to me, like you can't manufacture like the Nick Cage moments just at an, I don't know. Like it doesn't work when people try to make like those campy type movies. Like if you purposely try to make the room, does it turn out like the room? Like if you purposely right. try to make a Nick yeah, Cage like, type case movie, in, like is it going to turn out well? Like they're trying to force it. Case those. in point. So that's what I'm worried about. Uh, real quick. Case in point. That goddamn Killing Gunther movie from a few years ago with Arnold Schwarzenegger. They were hyping that movie to be like the big, you know, funny slapstick, yada yada. That movie's fucking god awful. I do not recommend anyone watch that movie. Avoid yeah, Killing I didn't make it 20, Gunther. I didn't make it like 20 minutes. Plague. Yeah, I I tried, man. I didn't I didn't make it. I didn't even it finish that one. I funny. walked away. No. And I was but looking forward. Anyway, to that. that's. Anyway, that's what I was worried about, like watching the trailer. It, it just worries me. I'm still going to watch it. I'm still excited for it. But that's just what popped into my head uh, the whole time when I was watching it. But I did like the wall bit. That's funny. Yeah. So, Mr. Cage, we could apparently we could have just walked around. <laughs> All right. Shots again. Gentlemen, who are we canceling this week? Someone just got canceled. Someone just got canceled. Someone just got canceled. I wonder what they did. Uh, let's see. Random generator. Andrew. Hold on. Do me, do me land. Do me. Last. Got it. Got Andrew, it. who are you canceling? Uh, do me next. I gotta think for a what moment. The fuck. All right, Corey. Who are you canceling? Look, man, I'm new here. Right. <laughs> I'm canceling fucking health insurance, man. I am so <laughs> tired right. of like Cigna right now. So let me ask you a question, Ed. When you order a medicine to get refilled, let's say January 6th, when would you expect that to show up like on the bill? Like when would you expect the pharmacy to charge your bill? Like right then. Right then. If right then. Right then. Well, somehow fucking magically um, you know, there was a prescription that was supposed to be refilled January 6th. It magically got refilled December 23rd, fucking two weeks before anybody initiated a refill. You know why it was fucking refilled then? Because our deductible was already covered. And now this year, our deductible isn't covered anymore. So we're paying shit out of pocket and trying to fix anything. Call the pharmacy. Talk to Cigna. Call Cigna. Talk to the pharmacy. Oh, they're giving you the it's just fucking around. bullshit. Yeah. I hate fucking insurance. It, it's just bullshit. And then like we're getting fucking bills because right. expected shit to be taken care of. And that affects your credit. God damn. Yeah. I mean, it's not like that bad yet. Like they're not fucking like beating down my well, door no, no, like no, creditors like, you know, it's only it, been a couple it weeks builds up and after time it starts to you know I'm not saying that you're bad and not on top of your shit i'm just saying like it could you know affect your credit yeah it just boggles my fucking mind like how like did they have precognition like like we didn't put the refill in and then the company's like well, just wait a you know a couple more months till you're due for another I mean, refill. Sometimes like, I feel like it's bad enough trying to get or hard enough trying to get your refill your script refilled on the spot, 
Now they're fucking doing it without your even consent. There's like a ghost is doing this shit. Like it doesn't make sense. Well, that's just it. Like the medicine wasn't refilled. They just build it two weeks early. <laughs> like it just boggles my fucking mind. Like I don't even wow. know how that's possible. That should be illegal. Apparently it's a thing. They're going back and forth. I, I don't know. It's just a bunch of bullshit. Well, that's making let me my ask you this real quick. Uh, were they saying Medication that it got filled? in particular is a hassle. But were they telling you that it got filled at? Don't they have that information that they could tell you? But it wasn't filled. They say they do like a pre-test charge when they think it's going to be refilled soon. And that's why it's showing up as billed as last year. And that's why this year I'm fucked I mean, for my deductible right everything now. Everything that you're telling me, it sounds so, like an open shut case, but with an insurance company involved, of course there's always this. No, no it's never easy. That's bullshit. Because one says call the other. One, yeah. you know, because it's they're an issue between the pharmacy the and the insurance. Around. That's bullshit. Yeah. They're saying call each other. And then the fucking like uh, doctor's office is like, well, just pay us now. We'll refund you if the insurance yeah. comes through. I'm like, fuck, fuck you. That. No, I ain't doing that shit. You, you know, should I call you. a group fucking I, a conversation. <laughs> like you call all you guys on the phone together, all like a three way. Oh, we tried it. The guy from Signal was a fucking pussy and didn't help us at all. So fuck him. <laughs> fuck you, Todd from Signal. <laughs> It's, I, I, I I hate to say it. Um, I don't have a dog in this fight. I'm new to the game, but I just got approved for Medicaid. My shit's totally covered. I'm not out of pocket for nothing. That's why I got that doctor's appointment next week. You know, I mean, it's, I, I, it's a sad, but that's a sad state of affairs when my government assistance. Sean, you're not helping Corey's case right now. I know. I, I <laughs> let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> It's a sad state of affairs that, that my that my government funded social service provided, you know, medical assistance does more for me than what Corey's paying for through through a corporate company that he works for. That's sad. I mean, yeah, I qualify because, you know, my my current situation, but I'll be damned. Fuck it. I'll keep lying every goddamn year and keep it that way. Right. You know. Uh, it's, I, I'm a little nervous going to that doctor next week. It's my first doc- voluntary doctor visit in 25 years. But yeah, the I, government I, I, fucks I, you, so you should try to reap whatever rewards you can out of them. What's well, and, the and believe me, I am, it. I am, I am, and and I mean they 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 were quick to approve me. It took you know, it took about a month for you know for my insurance card to get here, which is why my appointment's not till next week. But I'm not paying a nickel, and that's a that's that's a sad sad state of affairs. Because I had a very similar comprehensive program, and I worked for you know Fortune 500 company, the Big Blue Machine, known as Best Buy, and because of that deductible bullshit, I didn't use it. The last time I utilized you know insurance through that was provided through a company was back in the days of twenty dollar copays. I thought it was still like that. Mm. <laughs> I didn't know I had to come out of pocket a thousand bucks before they did jack shit no. for me. You think a thousand's bad for a family of mine? Four thousand dollars is our deductible. So you got you got Four it. So G's. you literally like like and it's like I said. Like I literally have to be hit by a car before any of this shit benefits me. So I didn't. I never went to the doctor when I had all that coverage, and I wasted that money. It was coming out of my check for years, you know. And here now, I'm not paying a fucking nickel. And I got an appointment with a with a specialist next week, and I'm gonna, and I'm getting my shit all taken care of on the government dime, you know. And that's that's sad because Corey, I'm assuming your insurance comes from either your employer or your wife's employer, correct? Yeah, it's my it's my wife's, and we pay. I think okay. I think out of her check, it's five hundred dollars a week for the family Jesus coverage. Christ. And you yeah. still have to and you still have to cough up four grand before they kick in to help yep. you in any. That's how it works. Yep. 
fucking let's move you to gotta, Canada. You gotta reach us. You gotta accrue a certain total out of pocket until they help you. That's how these fucking yeah, companies see, work. I did it's not. I, I I did not. It was not like that the last time I used it. I, I didn't it's, know that it's, until it's I all went changed. to over the last decade. It's really changed. When I, yeah, when I was when when I was with Best Buy, I went to go to a doctor, and they they like I can't I can't even go to an urgent care or a patient first because. They they sent me a bill for a hundred bucks that I couldn't pay when I still had the, the the insurance through Best Buy, and now if I show up and they're like, um, you got to square up your balance, sorry, you're dying, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, which is it's all it's bullshit. Taking... Yeah, that's they fucked say, up, you know, man. They say preventative care is covered hundred percent. It fucking is. It's all bullshit. Anyway, and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you guys wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, for real, I'm, I'm right there with you, Corey. You know, and it's... I'm sorry, brother. Thanks. So. Um, I just to to just move away from all that, uh, shit. Uh, I'm gonna be canceling the whole goddamn Green Bay Packers organization for going and blowing their load on a guy who's approaching forty, isn't exactly the biggest winner once they get to the post, and didn't even want to play for their team this time last year in the first place. They, he doesn't want to play for their team. And, it blows my mind. And, and, uh, yeah, and poor Jordan Love, who's about to stamp his career with keeping Rodgers bench warm each and every week with a notebook permanently <laughs> embedded into his hand. This fucking sucks all around, and I don't get it. Especially when Denver was right there waiting for the call. But they were smart. They went and got themselves a backup option in Russell Wilson just in case this, thing, this fucking thing fell through at the final hour, which it did. But it just it boggles my mind that... You know, Ian Rappaport saying two hundred highest paid quarterback, even though uh, Pat McAfee's like that's nah, not true. But still, regardless, when this all comes out on paper, you know what what the report tells us what the final earning is or contract uh, details are. The fact that they went and I'm, I won't, I guarantee you, they they gave him something around two hundred million. He's if he's not the highest paid quarterback or player. He's probably next to under Mahomes or second under Mahomes. Um, that's ridiculous. Like I said, the guy's room was 40, and he's just, he's shown us that he can have a hell of a season. People are all like, I've, I've heard nothing but people defending him saying, oh, two time MVP, reigning MVP. Last time I checked, the MVP don't get your fucking team championships. Just ask Lamar Jackson. He's never been great in the playoffs. Like that's always been the knock against him, and it's true. He had one good playoff run, and that's that's it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I've I've never been the biggest Aaron Rodgers backer. I think he's overrated, but um, I, I don't know. I think oh, I don't think he's overrated, but I think he does choke in the playoffs. I mean, Peyton Manning did the same thing, and he broke hella records. So, I mean, I I, I, I don't can... think the playoffs should uh, be the bearing upon whether or not you're the quote unquote goat, but I. I do uh, I'm disagree. so angry at Green Bay for making this? I, I mean, I could have I could have I mean, talked, talked about I, all day, but oh, hang on, I could have ranted about it was either the the Packers I could have canceled this week, or it was the goddamn Broncos. One of the two are going to get canceled because I could go on and on about that fucking trade, but I'm not going to. I digest. Um, yeah, Packers, fuck you, especially now because you've just you you just opened up a. Uh, eyes to a lot of 
the lesser earned quarterbacks who think they're going to be deserving more and they're really not. And you just fucking mess with the whole rigmarole of, of the, 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 the payouts with, and I don't know. It's just, it's bullshit. Too much money. People are greedy. Organizations are fucking stupid, and Russell Wilson's going to shit the bed. Well, all right, he, there he has. So, but I'm not getting into that. Oh, well, he's not, going I'm too not, harder. That's my bitch. I mean, that's my bitch. That's my beef this week. Uh, Andrew, who are you canceling? I'm canceling Mother Nature, and let me get on my soapbox <laughs> for a second here. <laughs> when I got to when I got to work, that's today, fucking bold, hardcore. When I, when I got to I work, like the today, size of your balls. Hell man. yeah! When I got to work today, this is what this motherfucker did to me. I get to work, I park my car, I'm working for like an hour, hour and a half, and then all of a sudden, we hear this crash. So I go up there and I look around my car, I'm like, okay, everything's fine. All of a sudden, my peripherals, I'm walking away from it, like, oh my god. I turn and I look, there's a huge fucking hole in my windshield. Oh, goddamn, this goddamn, goddamn tree branch fell from the, from the you know tree above and smashed into my windshield and just totally sm- destroyed it. So... Fuck Mother Nature for doing that, all right? So, But luckily, though, I work for a good company and good people, and they looked out for me immediately. I got a brand-new windshield before I even got off work at 7 o'clock. Totally fine. Nice. Got my hair cut. Everything was nice. Like, absolutely no uh, trouble to it. So, you know, shout-out to the people who definitely helped me out, Tony and Jiffy Lube and all that kind of good stuff, Bob. But, like, I... It, it, it fuck mother nature for doing that man it like it pisses me off like i was just sitting there nonchalant i didn't get heated about this the whole time because i knew everything was going to be fixed by the time i got off but like six six thirty rolls around i'm about to get off in like an hour hour and a or right. an hour to a half hour and i just like slammed my hand on the podium and my supervisor looked at me i was like goddamn windshield's broken <laughs> he started laughing like mm. yeah that happened Mm-mm-mm. he was like you handled yourself pretty well though i was like i mean there was nothing else i could do just fuck mother nature man so canceling it all right. Well, shit. Sean, who are you canceling? Kanye West. Christ. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's perma canceling Kanye West. Fuck every it's, week. It's every the, week. It is the weekly Kanye week. cancellation party. I'm fuck him. Fuck his. Fuck his crybaby ego. Like so, I wrapped up that 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 like. Like like Corey said a couple of weeks ago, like I tend to fill my feed with shit that makes me mad. So I I watched all three of those you know those chapters of that genius documentary. About him. <laughs> I, I knew you were gonna watch yeah, that I, shit. I, 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 did, I did. I did. I I did. I I, I did hate watching watch it. To, to to give me to give to it to was anger bone. <laughs> you know. And at one point, I wasn't aware gets, that Kanye pissed Sean off this bad. That's hilarious. It's fuck him and his fucking <laughs> ego. And at one point, he gets into an argument with uh, with a rapper by the name of Rhymefest because Rhymefest. Who? Rhymefest. 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 Okay. Yeah, exactly. I never heard of the guy either, but he's. You know, I know what you're talking about. Bullshit. Go on. Um, and and this is on, this is on that third chapter. He gets angry with Rhymefest for not considering. Kanye a genius and Ryan Fest is like you can't just call yourself a genius you gotta earn it you know what I mean so the, and the, but but this fool's walking around like get it his mother filled his head full of, you could do it Kanye you could take over the world and the guy's successful don't get me wrong he's got a little bit of talent well it wasn't okay? that let me let me let me fill but you, you in don't get, you don't you don't get to just call yourself a genius and make everybody agree to it you know and then you know it, it, here he is he's my fucking age you know, his old lady moves on 
And he just starts this goddamn tirade and won't fucking stop going to get, you know, he's the, the guy's off his fucking rocker. Not, and you I'm, see it when you get to the end of this documentary, the last like 15, 20 minutes, my mouth was agape because I could not believe the words that were coming out of this fool's mouth that he wholeheartedly believed in. He is a fucking lunatic. You watch the documentary, not just clips. Yeah, no, I watched That's the whole thing. Said oh, almost oh six hours of it. Yeah, I watched. No, it's, I it's, thought he said he saw clips on Facebook. No, he watched the whole thing. No, 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 yeah. Oh, I watched I the watched whole goddamn thing. Motherfucker, three times, and that's, and that's why I'm canceling it because he just thinks the world needs to pucker up and smooch his fucking butthole just because he exists. Fuck you, pal. You know, it's like Ed that you and I were talking about when he when when. When Judd Apatow was live tweeting about how Kanye's like, maybe I shouldn't have worn a balaclava. He, yeah, he's stuck under this stupid fucking mask all goddamn day. Realized what a bad decision he yeah. made. It was hot in there too. Fuck, I, like I said, I, 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 you know, I, I, I just, just fuck him. He's getting canceled every goddamn week until he's six feet under, and then I'll cancel. Listen his to Sean. He's so angry. He's speechless. Uh, Justin, who are you canceling <laughs> this week, buddy? Uh, I want to cancel the American news media who are doing their damnedest to get us into a nuclear war with Russia. Oh, yeah. I mean, these motherfuckers are psychopaths. Like, it, it's crazy. Like, I, I don't understand what the game plan is here. I don't either, dude. I'll tell you what. I have never been more in tuned to fucking global politics than I have over the last fucking I want to say, I want to say... I want to say one thing, though. The reason that you're in tuned into it is because we've never been in a war that involves social media. No, I'm in tune. Yeah, that is a big but listen, first, all, This is the I, first war that we've had social media involved in, and that is why one, everybody has an opinion and everybody's paying attention. You can believe this or not, but not a single... But I have not watched anything through social media. All this is... I've been went to various webs, news sites. It doesn't matter, though. The, the, I've been watching all of everything. I've been watching, like, videos and stuff. Like, I've been fucking educating myself as to what the fuck... And it, it baffles me, the shit that's happening. It baffles me that since the last time we all got together and talked about this last week on the show... I have learned that, and, and Russia's a really fucking big place, guys, but over 70% of that, of that country, stop place, cutting me off, 70% of that country, sorry, of that country actually is in for this invasion. They are for this, and the people that, the other 30% or something like that or whatever, they don't believe there's an actual war happening because of what Russia is choosing to show their people. You know, they think that it's an operation going on and Ukraine's just, you know, fighting it and that's why this is all happening. It's like Putin is just keeping the truth from everyone and he's losing this war day by day. And 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 and, and just the, the things I've seen and I'm not, I haven't even begun to talk about the, the videos and, and, and photos, the graphicness. And, like, I really wanted to see, like, this war. Not because I'm, like, sadistic or something like that, but I just want to, I want to educate myself because this war angers me. Because it is just fucking wrong. This does not need to happen. And I wanted to impose the question, but I chose not to because I was just figured that you guys were just tired of hearing me talk about war. But I guess I will impose the question. Thank you for bringing this up, Justin. Do you guys I talk about think, it every week as far as I'm Do you guys believe this is the start of World War Three? 
Quite possibly. I can't say definitively, but the signs are there. And, you know, I don't want to go off on a political soapbox, right. but I've been saying, and, and I'm not I'm not a big politics guy. Me either. But I, we've got a dipshit at the fucking, asleep at the wheel over at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. And as soon as he started making moves a couple of years ago, after, or last year, after getting the, you know, getting the seat, I was like, that's the fucking Antichrist. We are now hey, in... Hey, man, he banned the oil. We're... We 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 are we are, we are now in the beginning stages of revelations, gentlemen. He banned, but he banned um, the war. This I mean, is where he, banned, he banned the oil. He did something. He banned that oil. <laughs> yeah, Green Day's not playing there either. So you got to fuck up pretty bad if Green Day won't come to your town. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no. Um, you know. Yeah, I I firmly believe. I I can't say definitively, but yeah, we may very well be on the brink of that. And the scary part is, it's given. You know, my second least favorite person on the planet, Kim Jong-un, reason to ramp up all his fucking bullshit, you know, bragging about that missile that can reach California and stuff. You know, these two two guys team up, shit is fucking on, gentlemen. (laughs) I'm kind of afraid to ask Justin uh, for his answer. What the... Well, I I mean, it's... We're definitely in another Cold War, if nothing else. We're, oh, yeah, that's there. a given. Um, yeah. Poland wanting to, to give planes to Ukraine is the sort of thing that could easily, a month from now, lead to World War III. And the US, it's and, a very and, bad and idea. the U.S. helping We're, that. We are against it. Like, it, it, our country's not for it. I mean, we're, we're trying to push Putin as far as we can to see what he's willing to do. And so far, he's done everything that he said he's going to do. So I don't know why we wouldn't think that he wouldn't launch nukes if he's backed into a corner and has no other choice. I, yeah, I mean, I, and, I don't and, understand and, what the end game is here. Where my understanding is is that he's like holed himself up in some mysterious compound and is like basically out of his fucking gourd to be. Yeah, with, that's all. all. You got to take all that shit right. with a grain of salt. Exactly, like, no, exactly. That, that's like all, you that's said, it's part of the it's part of the media, right? 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 And, now, what and, scares and me not, is, and I'm not um, trying to defend Biden. I'm not a Biden guy. Um, I'm not any of these. I, I, well, I'm not a Trump person. I'm not a Clinton person. I'm not a Biden. Same, I didn't same. vote for any of these right. assholes. Um, but this kind of shit goes beyond the decision of one person. It, you know, this is the military industrial complex at play. This is not Joe Biden. So I'm really curious to yeah. see what the hell China's going to do. Because at some point, they have to make a stand and, and, and get in on this. I know they want nothing because they have that, that whole new alliance with russia that that's that just happened and all I mean, they're trying to just stay as far away from everything and not get involved but at some point tick tock tick tock they've really got to make a stance on 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 where they stand in all this and it has to happen sooner than later gentlemen i'll tell you what scares me the most is where we where we all live we are in close proximity right to you know, to the what, I've never what, what once thought about that. God damn you, Sean! First fucking target. Uh, I'm it, just thinking about it. No, let me think cut, about let, it. let me stop. Let me stop. Hit the brakes horn for a second. You have to understand that if they launch a nuke from Russia, it has to literally go over the entire EU and NATO. It's it would never ever reach us. I'm telling you right now. If you're that's, worried about us being hit, it's right, never going to happen. One hundred percent true. Wipe that from that's your the mind. Part of me that, that says there's got to be. I'm telling you right now. No yeah, zero shot. No shot. 
Yeah, they've got to know more. They, they've got to have some sort of iron dome in place because they wouldn't be goading this guy the way they are they, unless they had a uh, unless they all plan on getting in bunkers and you know these billionaire assholes are trying to colonize space for a reason. It's to get away from shit like this. It's not so they can you know blast us up to, to spend the night at the moon. So um, they know something that we spend don't spend the night at the moon. <laughs> Let me just sleep up there for one night. It's like, I want to sleep on the moon one goddamn It's too night. hot down here. I'm going to the moon for the night. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all this nuclear too warfare. Hot down I'm here. Going to sleep up there. Moon. Moon. I'll see you guys in two days. They gussy it up with space travel, but it, you know, it, there's more to it <laughs> than fucking that. Fucking Bezos shooting you up Get up moon. there, Doctor. Get up there, Doctor Manhattan's building his little yeah. crystal palace. Wait. But but Sam with Rockwell that being still at the station. but with that being said, <laughs> Go on, but with that being said, if you were to if if hypothetically Russia, you motherfucker, you won't stop geeking. I'm sorry. You done? I'll mute my mic. Hold on. <laughs> this guy. Anyway, so hypothetically speaking, if you know any sort of bombs or shellings were launched off, it would obviously go west. <sighs> But even then, we st- I, like I don't know. I don't. I feel like it wouldn't make it. Like I feel like we don't have to worry about too much about that. Right. But we do have to worry about play- playing the political warfare game, which is a lot longer. We all we all witnessed that from the Cold War. That was like a what fifty year war? No, it was like it was like thirty thirty five year war or whatever have you. But it's just one of those. Nobody wants to be in this situation. And, and the brink. I'm sorry, Andrew. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and to bring it all back around to the media, it's no accident that for the past five or so years we've gotten a nonstop rise. You maybe, Ed, you probably don't, maybe don't know a lot about this, not watching the news a lot, but it's been nonstop five years of Russia's this, Russia that, with the whole Trump Russia collusion. And again, right. I'm not a Trump guy. I'm trying to defend them on that. But they did investigation after investigation. And couldn't find anything substantive to say, yeah, there was this, there was this nefarious plot in motion. Do I think that Trump and and Putin have business deals? Yeah, probably. Um, do I think that like Russia hacked in and changed voting machines? No. That they they bought a few hundred thousand dollar ads on Facebook. If that's enough to bring down democracy, then democracy is not that strong to begin right. with. I, I just we, we've we've had a steady stream of of just propaganda of how bad Russia is. This is not an accident. This shit all is part of a piece. So there's some sort of plan afoot that it, it gives me the heebie jeebies. I'm not a, a big fan of whatever it is. Part of the reason why I couldn't vote for Clinton in 2016 was I didn't want a war with Russia. I'm not interested. Right. No, exactly. We want no beef, I got, but I, my still. My son just turned 18 years old. I'm not interested in world war three. Fuck it. Yeah. But I mean, Every day. I will say this. The only thing that would start World War Three is if we put boots to ground or if a bullet is shot. Like, as long as we keep playing the political warfare um, game, we should be okay. And I feel like the I feel like the rest of the world outside of obviously... There's, a, there's a third, too, that you forgot to mention. You fucking established that no-fly zone, and guess what? Yeah, it's that's, that's going to be problem. Yeah, it's an actual... And that's all he wants right who? now. Yeah. But you threw you or even do that. This, like I said, Pol- Poland's going to supply Ukraine with like Cold War era MIGs. 
Poland is a NATO country. If Russia decides, hey, that's an act of war and starts dropping bombs on Poland, then that's it. Mm-hmm. That, that's the end of the game right there. That's World War Three because mm-hmm. we have to step in at that point. Yeah, things are really yeah, fucking fragile right now. Very fucking yeah. fragile. Any fucking And we move. don't need CNN and MSNBC egging it no. on. I, I, I don't understand what those fucking... Uh, I, don't, I don't even have words for... Well, that's just as much propaganda as Russia is spitting. So I yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to really pay attention to media. It's you just got to read the facts. You know, it's for what they are. Now the politicians are starting to like. They for a while were kind of holding off on that. Now I'm starting to hear a lot more talk about no fly zones from from Republican politicians. It, it's it's building up ahead of steam that it didn't have a week. It's and a it's half, like you know? well, it's I was just reading an interview with Mark Rubio. Mark Rubio uh, the other day, and he he made it very clear. It's like he's right, and I don't say this much about him, but he said very clear. I think people don't quite understand what no fly zone is, and I think that's the truth. Right. They don't understand it is the author is the authority to shoot down a plane that is flying in the air in this territory. I mean, you are you are using. You know, missiles like and they're said, shooting down planes, or- and that's exactly bullets. That goes back to what was just said. World War Three starts with bullets, and and that's it. That's troops, bullets, boots on ground, boots on ground fucking missiles in the air. It's it's on, and like I said, it's very fragile right now because anything can start anything, and like. Whew, that's why I've been educating myself lately, gentlemen, because this shit's very fucking real. So and I, yeah, I mean, and, I and hate not politics, to mention, I mean, so. three, you know, three out of the five of us, you know, you, you guys got kids to be concerned yeah. about. You got a whole, you know, you you got a generation there that, that that may be walking through fucking rubble in twenty years, living like fucking Joel and Ellie in The Last of Us. You know what I mean? And that's fucking scary too. Yeah. You know what what is left behind once you know once the dust settles and clears. You know, well, uh, it's yeah. it's scary thought, but let's just shut. I mean, I keep my eye on it. I don't, I don't, I don't. You know, spend twenty four hours a day. Yeah, we're not asking you to. I, I, get I it. reserve. Yeah, I, I I reserve that time for Kanye West. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, much better for your mental um, health. This. What'd you say, Justin? It's much better for your mental health to focus on Kanye yeah, West and it is. not this. For real, for so, real. Let's shut the book on all that and move on to the final category of each week and talk about our weekly recommends. What would you get for a six-year-old boy who chronically wets his bed? I'm gonna start. Fuck it. I'm gonna recommend the hand that rocks the cradle. Cause let me tell you, boys, something. The '90s were fucking wild. Yeah, so that's that, a theater, man. The, the, the shit that happens in this movie. Um, this let me tell you, it's fucking nuts. We've got my childhood crush, Annabelle Scuola, who has a bad case of asthma and probably believes anything she's told throughout the film. Jane's father from Breaking Bad shows up playing a fucked up obstetrician who sexually molests her in the beginning. We got a young Julianne Moore popping up to remind us how old we're getting. Matt McCoy's around to remind us that he used to be more than just a guy from the later Police Academy films and Deep Star Six. Ernie Hudson's here to channel his inner Forrest Gump, and Rebecca Mornay is the ultimate bitch from hell. Any questions? This film is fucking recommended. Check it out. I'm a fan. 
Yeah, man. I mean, it was. I, I remember when it came out. I, I, I saw it in the theater, and it was. You know, it was a, the concept was was spooky and eerie and yeah. creepy at the time because back then we weren't as woke as we are now. I fucking hate that I just used the term. They woke, don't but, make I mean, it's movies just, it like that anymore. It's right. Crazy like I mean, you look back when like that, that shit could never fucking right. That shit could never actually happen to the extent that it goes. But you know, back in what, what was that release? Thirty. 90, it just 91? had the thirtieth anniversary. Ninety two. Ninety two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was fresh out of high school. I went and saw it. I think it was something me and my dad went and saw one. You know, this we was I saw out. it when it first premiered on Showtime. I grew up watching this one Showtime. This was a big one on Showtime, like uh back then. Yeah, I've seen it a bunch. I just haven't seen it in years. I mean, it's a fucking Curtis Hansen movie. I forgot all about that. And uh yeah. it's it's a fucking serious movie, man. This movie's wild. I'm a fan. I am a fucking fan. It still holds up. Uh that's my recommendation. I'm sticking to it. The hand that rocks the cradle. So, uh, yeah, good one, man. I haven't, I haven't looked, I haven't thought about that in a while, man. But you know, I'm giving another run. Um, what are you recommending this week, Sean? Um, I'm a, I'm a couple years late to the game on this, but I, I, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, by sorry to bother you. Have you guys seen? Oh, this I film? fucking love that movie. I oh my god, dude! Like, like I'm a sucker for Lakeith Stanfield. Same. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I, ever since Uncut Gems, like, that guy's just been on my radar, you know? And, like, I, I knew the, kind of knew the concept of the movie, and, you know, ever from the time it came out till, you know, till now. I didn't give it its run until it just, it just dropped on Netflix, and Mandy and I watched it the other night. And, oh my God, it was, it was funny. It was satirical. It was like a fucking Bugs Bunny cartoon. It was one of the most absurd movie-watching experiences I've ever had, and I enjoyed it. It's fucking bizarre. And you'll never like, guess where it's going, you know? Like, no, you don't. Weird, you don't. Like, like, me and... Yeah, it does. Like, if we're, me and Mandy like, all right, he's a telemarketer in Oakland. 15 minutes in, I'm like, uh, Dorothy, we're not in Oakland anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? It That movie is fucking... Would you, have any have the rest of you guys seen this film? I haven't, no. I have not. Nope. It's, I'm aware yeah, of it. It's, it's, it's got a hell of a fucking twist in the third act. Oh it, yeah. oh it it doesn't ever do do not just just go in go in fresh like me yeah just go in fresh like me thinking it's just you know a black guy trying to succeed as a telemarketer by putting on a white voice that's what I that's what I went into it why does he got to be black you know but oh that's that, that well oh, that's again part of the joke you have to see puts you on have the white guy voice I would right, wait for you to say right, because he is black that was the joke but okay never mind well no but that's that's <laughs> and, and it's it's it, there's. You know, there's there's definitely some ad there, there's there's some allegory going on there, but it's and it's very funny. Yeah, but it's it's like nothing you've ever seen before. Like I said, it's like a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon. The shit that gets up to in this film. So yeah, that's my recommend. I can't I think it came out a couple years ago. I've been sleeping on it, but it dropped on Netflix. So yeah, sorry to bother you. Starring Lakeith Stanfield uh, and, and Danny Glover, as gets my pick for the week. Man, that movie was fun. All right. Um, so before I get to my recommendation, I want to give uh, actually a recommendation you gave me, Sean. I want to give it a shout out. Mank. I just watched that a few nights oh. ago and yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it. it, it really? Cool. Like, I, I did not see I that slept one. On it. Yeah, I don't know why it's, I slept and, on it. It was it was and it doesn't doesn't now now doesn't the production design like I told you doesn't the production design kind of make you feel like you've been transported? Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. Almost a hundred years into the past. Yeah, the audio. You know? 
it just takes me right. back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it works. It didn't now it, it, it worked best for me with, with the headphones on were just like, you know, it was, it was all there. The pops, the clicks, the hisses, you know, the, I love the fact that he did digital cigarette burns every 20 minutes. You know, yeah, it's, it's, I'm glad Justin, you, you and I were talking about it. You still haven't watched I it? I still yet? haven't. It's all, it's definitely on my list. I just haven't got around to it. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Cause I know. So you know, I like, should watch this film with headphones. No, 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 no. But uh, well, it's if if possible, I would say yes. Um, hardcore, you of all people would love it. It's about the guy that I know. I know what it's about. I'm, dude. I, yeah. I can't. I I'm kick myself not you, watching this film yet. It's it's been out like a for like a year now. I'm surprised yeah. you haven't watched yeah. it yet. I don't know. I turned you on to Citizen Kane, yeah. and you were just like you it know. It really disappoints me that I haven't seen it. I, like I really need to watch it. So now that dude, you bring fun, it back up, I'm going to watch it in the next week or so. Yeah. And 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 what's, what 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 Corey and I were talking about is the way that Fincher, you know, shot the film. He shot it so it feels like a film that came out around the time Citizen Kane was released because it's in black and white. You know, there's cigarette burns like on the top corner of your screen, indicating a real change. And even the sound design is done like a 2.0 monaural sound design, so it's very tinny. And you get the pops, the clicks, and the hisses, and that's why I said, yeah, yeah, you know, know you watch it with your watch it with your headphones on. And yeah, it's again, it's another tour de force performance by you know by Gary Oldman. Oh yeah. So yeah. Corey, I'm, I'm I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you dug that. That was, you know, that that's right up there for me with you know with RKO two eighty one when it comes to, you know, peeking behind the curtain of uh, of Orson Welles Citizen Kane. Cool. I'm glad yeah. you liked it, man. No, it was fun because I I always enjoy movies that kind of delve into like you know, the history of Hollywood around right. that time. Cause you know, I just right. find it interesting. Like the whole, at the time, the whole conversation of, you know, are we just entertainers and we just put on movies or should we have a voice? You know, I, I always find that interesting. So I, I really, yeah, and, it was, the and, 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 and the and whole Citizen thing Kane was like the first big film around that like notion. Right. To where and that's, right. And, that's and, where the and, movie and, and, falls and, in. Yep. Yeah, and it, it 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 all came to fruition because of a fucking insult at William Randolph at at a, at a dinner party hosted by William Randolph Hearst. You know, Wells is like, really, motherfucker. All right, motherfuckers <laughs> covering up Charlie Chaplin's murders and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so for my uh, for real recommend uh, this week. Uh, it's actually a movie that just dropped on HBO. It's a Oscar hopeful. I think it's nominated in a couple of spots. A uh, Japanese film called Drive My Car. Absolutely amazing. I mean, it's three hours long. That's kind of what intimidated me before I started it. And then obviously it's Japanese, so it's all uh, subtitled. But uh, I was really glad I invested the time and three hours into watching it. Um, you know, it's just the acting you know it's all japanese and like korean actors and it's just amazing like the the lead um actor I, i'm gonna butcher his name i'm sure hitoshi Najima. i mean he is just fantastic like all the little stuff he does just the body like without even reading the subtitles i can tell what's going on through the movie and even though you know a lot of people might say it's a downer because of the whole plot of you know the guy's wife dying suddenly and then dealing with that you know it, it, it's sadness but i would say it's more of an emotional movie like it, it ends and i felt optimistic and hopeful and it's just one that i've been thinking about ever since i watched it so if anybody has hbo uh drive my car uh it's an investment three hours and a foreign film but it's absolutely uh worth your time 
Yeah, no, I, I, I noticed you had mentioned in our in our uh, text thread the other day, and I had just seen it show up on my HBO Max, so I added it to my queue, but I haven't I haven't sat down with it yet. No. So wait, what's uh what name are you trying to pronounce? It's Hitoshi Najima. Yeah. No, it is. <laughs> it's close. So it's uh, Hitoshi Najima. Yeah, I mean, he's, I know he's a Japanese actor. I haven't seen him in any, what you, anything else. What's he, a friend of yours, Andrew? I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> I um. Uh, he's an acquaintance. I, I I'm big into video game history or history. 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 <laughs> I was going to say historian. I was going to say historian. I have no idea why. Uh, video game history and, I don't know, Japanese names I'm kind of good with. So, All right. Who's next? Me. All right. What do you recommend? Wrestler. So I've been huge on wrestling for the past couple yeah. of weeks. Not that I haven't been my whole life. Previous episode. But in the past couple of weeks uh, in particular, I've been huge into wrestling because of what AEW is doing, a couple of things WWE has been doing. Like, I'm just big into it um shout out to jeff hardy who joined aew and yeah, i saw but that anyway another fucking wwe um, talent going to aew uh, we can debate that all day anyway <laughs> the the <laughs> the wrestler is a magnificent film i really like the way that they uh the cadence they had for indie wrestling like it's it's yeah it's like a master class of it honestly i should do a and commentary for that, that film. not only that but um just mickey roar just nails it he fucking nails it See, I'm out of the loop, but when I saw The Wrestler back in 2008, I had no idea who Mickey Rourke was. Oh. This is my introduction to him. Wow. Really? This was my introduction to him. Okay. And when I saw him, I was like, damn, this this dude really nailed it. And I love Darren Aronofsky. Wait. Like, I fucking love that dude. You had seen Once Upon a Time in Mexico, at least, and he was in that in a big role. And Man on Fire, you had seen. Yeah, not a big role, well, a supporting role. Big enough. I was about to say, these are all bigger than Expendables. I've never seen him carry a film. I don't know. I, I'm just saying, I'd never seen him carry I, I, a film. I see what you're saying. I, 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 I apologize. I, I made a step all over you. I, I don't know. Hardcore, based on that, um, if you, you, you want to see a really good Mickey Rourke performance, uh, the a film I mentioned earlier in tonight's episode, look for Angel Heart. Okay. Wednesday, He's anything can happen today. <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. That's where that's where that's where my anything can happen day post came from. Oh, um, but I used to, remember I used to do those every Wednesday. Yeah. It came from a quote from that movie because a quote in the Mickey Mouse Club. But yeah, you'll, you you do you will dig it. It's it's very it's very film noir. He's like a, a, a private dick in I think like the early fifties, and he takes on a case that actually gets you know digs deep into like you know voodoo and the occult and stuff and, and De Niro just, like, plays a character big, named Lou Cipher yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get it so don't yeah Louis Cipher so don't don't shut up dude he hasn't seen it that's fucking rude oh I'm sorry don't don't read into it just just go into it blind based on a recommendation from your uncle smooth next time we speak I want to hear I'm going to hear your thoughts on Adrian Lyons Angel Heart okay fair enough even yeah, if that's down with Parker it's not Adrian Lyons but and now you, I have to right. watch I'm sorry. Bank Thank you. Thank film. you, Justin. By the time Thank we you, talk Justin, next right. Wednesday. Parker. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Even if you got to drop a couple bucks to rent it on Prime, dude, it's well worth your time and money. If you want to see, you know, Rourke carry a film. And this was young, handsome Mickey Rourke before, you know, the motorcycle accident when he was still like a big. Before cosmetic surgery every fucking month. 
That, yeah, and that all came about <laughs> because he got into boxing and fucked his yeah. face up. I'm, um, I mean, sure, yeah, but again, yeah. I don't know that Mickey Rourke. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, there's, there's other Mickey Rourke, you know, vehicles out there, but that I think hands down is my favorite one based on, you know, the twist, the symbolism. The check know, out, uh, the, okay. the, the check the out Bullet, a film they did with Tupac. Yeah, I was not that big of a fan of that. Uh, but I know Andrew right. likes Andrew likes Tupac, so you know. I love Tupac. Yeah, I yeah. love Poetic I mean, Justice. Yeah, but yeah, you owe it to yourself to watch Angel Heart if you really like watching Mickey Rourke. Okay. All right, uh, but anyhow, to like get back onto the wrestling, so I'm not done yet. Okay, sorry. But I, I just something about like their dedication to the independent scene, and then, like the fact that he's like a meat he's like a meat dude during the day or whatever have you like i just love the struggles that he goes through i just love the struggles that he goes through the story is like extremely passionate and it really kind of shows like wrestling isn't like an end-all be-all money maker but it's something that you do out of passion so exactly yeah it was what was fun for me was watching my first time with 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 ed you know, because he's like, yeah, these guys got fucking day jobs. They do this because they, you know, they, they make seventy five bucks a weekend doing that shit. They Correct. do it because they like it. They do it. You out know, of Ed passion. and I are sitting there. I'm sitting there with your brother watching, and he's pointing shit. I was like, yeah, I got stoned with that guy. Go up those steps right there. There's the dressing room right there. So he like knew all the locations and all the supporting dudes. Yeah, yeah I'm with Philly, you on that, man. South you Philly, rest of ground. Exactly, yeah. Sean. Check out our previous episode we did last uh, August, my birthday. Matter of fact, yeah. uh, Brown Eller. Yeah, birthday episode. Brown Eller was on. Yeah, there. Brown Eller was on. Brown Eller shot. Good episode. Um, all right, uh, Justin, is that it? Coy, would you recommend? I, I didn't hear it. Wait, did Justin recommend anything? Right, we're getting to him, no, no. but I want to hear what Coy. I, oh. I didn't hear Coy's. Recommend. I uh, I recommended drive my car. On, uh, okay. uh, the one I texted you before on I had, HBO. I had Excellent. We were gonna say that. Okay, cool. Uh, Justin, what do you got? Uh, mine's sort of an addendum or a callback to last week. So Corey brought up David Lynch. Um, he rewatched Blue Velvet and it got us talking about Lynch. And so I went back and watched one that I've been meaning to catch up on. I've never seen it start to finish. Uh, Lost Highway from 97. Sort of a almost, I don't want to say a forgotten Lynch film, but it's not really talked about as much as some of his other stuff. Is that the one Pullman? Yeah, yeah, Bill Pullman. Yeah, yeah, Bill Patricia Pullman, Balthazar Getty. Robert Loggia. Ro- uh, Robert Blake's in there Robert for a minute. Robert Blake, Richard Pryor. Like, it doesn't get talked about enough that Richard Pryor was in a David Lynch movie. Now, it's a it's very banging-ass soundtrack, small though, role. It? Yeah, it's a great soundtrack. Um, yeah, the perfect drug, Nine Inch Nails. It's a great song. Yep, yep. Um, say, that's my biggest takeaway of the film, honestly, is the soundtrack. It's so good. A lot of people. Yeah, it's got a wrong. good soundtrack. It's a, it's, it's a magnificent film. I'm not trying to take away from the film, but I love the soundtrack so much. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it, I remember when it came out, it sort of got middling reviews. And I wasn't the biggest Lynch fan at that point, so I just didn't give a shit. And I'd say maybe the past year or two, I've started to, like, see people kind of bring it up more and more. So it's kind of put the idea in my head. It's like, all right, I got to go back at some point and check that movie out. And so I finally got around to it, and it's excellent. Um, I think it would actually make a really good um double feature with Mulholland drive. I agree. It, it, yes. A lot, yeah. A lot of the same. Um, I've never seen Mulholland drive. I couldn't finish Mulholland drive. Never seen it's it. not for everybody. No. And then neither is Lost I could Island. not, um, you know, I mean, 
I was able to make some semblance of sense at a lost highway because, you know, it wasn't my first, you know, rodeo with David Lynch. But, you know, I tried to decipher Mulholland Drive, man. It's just that, that that's one that's, I don't know, maybe I need to get another shot or maybe I just need to let it escape me forever. I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah, no, Mulholland Drive, it's it's sort of like a, uh, it's either like a dying woman woman's sort of uh, the thoughts going through her head and some sort of fantasy or it's it's a it's a fugue state, which is sort of what, um, what lost high, not sort of lost highway. It's, it's, it's about a guy in a, in a dissociative fugue state. Right. And, it's um, like half the film he's Bill Pullman and half the film he's Balthazar Getty. Right. Exactly. Mistaken. Yeah. And Patricia Arquette plays two roles. So it's very twisty. It's very weird. Um, it doesn't have the most satisfying ending, which I think is maybe part of the reason why it's not a little more beloved, but if you're on that Lynch wavelength, um, it, it's it's definitely worth a look. Yeah, I got to rewatch it. I've been on, like I you mentioned it, but I'm on a Lynch kick lately, so I got to rewatch that. Yeah, yeah. Watch I that. think my I think my favorite David Lynch film is Wild at Heart. Yeah, that's oh, that's easily mine. I I love. I remember it. I, Justin. I remember I remember you and I were in you had just went and saw it over the weekend. We were in high school. And uh, I remember with theater arts class, you were like, dude, I just went and saw Wild. You started telling me certain shit about the you you inspired me to go to go buy the ticket for Wild at Heart. I went, it was back in I can't like remember nineteen ninety. Yeah, ninety. I can't remember what theater it was because it wasn't playing anywhere. Like it, I went with my mother and we had to drive to like Bel Air or Probably shit. Golden Ring. Yeah, you yeah, you you and you I, know, I it wasn't Golden remember Ring. you and I having a conversation about it uh during third period theater arts back in uh, like 90, 91. Yeah, we had to search it out. And it was me, her, and one other guy in the theater. And we were <laughs> laughing our asses off through the entire thing. Like We just thought it was great. And the guy comes up to us afterwards. He's like, I'm going and talking to the manager. They shouldn't be showing that sort of filth. Meanwhile, the guy sat till the fucking end credits. Like he didn't, he didn't miss a second. <laughs> you just took off. You, you just, you just dropped ass and went to Oz, homeboy. Yeah, what are you exactly. About? He was highly offended, but we, we loved it. Yeah, that, that's easily my favorite. I, I, I actually ran and rave about it on here pretty often. So if you haven't yeah. seen that one. Go love, check that one. Yeah. Love me some wallet heart. Um, I was actually talking about it last week. I don't remember the context, but I am. I've never really seen David Lynch's work too, too much. So start with Wild at Heart because if you watch something, I believe you, you recommended that last week. So yeah. if you watch Blue Velvet or Lost Highway first, you could easily get turned off and just be like, okay. oh, and you're never going to look at his that. work again. Right. right. He, so that's right Blue Velvet, Blue Velvet is what you said last week. And I said I'd never seen it. And then that's I what I recommend. Yeah. Okay. And then I remember Lost Highway. But outside of Lost Highway, like, don't no, start really with Lost Highway. Do not start yeah, with no. Lost it's Highway. The only, it's the only one that I've seen. What are you talking about? Oh, you're fucked. You're already fucked. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so check it out. You, like, Wild at Heart is basically, you know, him going to the, the merry old land of Oz. And believe it or not, like, I forgot till I watched it again the other day that he directed Elephant Man. Yeah, I, I used to forget that all the time, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was watching the Elephant Man. I'm like, fuck, I forgot. Mel Brooks produced this, and 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 Lynch directed it. That's probably his most linear piece of work. That and Wild at Heart. Wild at Heart's pretty linear. Uh, yeah, it's Wild at Heart's got some weird, absurd moments, but right. it doesn't go off the rails, leaving you scratching your head. You right. can still make sense of what's going on yep. from beginning to end. Um, yeah, yeah, hardcore. Definitely check out Wild at Heart. You'll get a kick out of that. Nicholas Cage and his fucking snakeskin jacket. I love it. 
Yeah, he's basically playing Elvis throughout the whole thing. Yeah, pretty much. It's his Elvis. That's his Elvis kick. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to be a wrap for another edition of FuryCast. But before we get out of here, I want to let everyone know that we'll be back on Tuesday with our Before Sunset episode that I'll be doing with Corey. Sorry about earlier this week, too. I got my ever-loving ass kicked with some sort of upper respiratory virus that didn't want to be COVID or could have been, but wasn't. I don't know. I I had no motivation to do anything. I was <laughs> bleh, but I'm feeling a thousand times better now. So we'll finally be able to knock that out. Um, So, you know, for next week, play your cards right. We'll throw in a polyester episode as well. Um, shout out to everyone who downloaded and listened to us over the last week. That conversation with Sean Clark episode is still growing, growing, and growing. Motherfucker's got legs, that's for sure. Listen, we want to hear from everyone, no matter what your opinion is. You can leave us either a rating over on Spotify, a review on Apple Podcasts, or go to filmeffectpodcast.com slash reviews and handle it directly there. Also, don't forget to follow us over at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, email, all that good stuff. Links in the episode notes. And just like that, we've reached the end of the show. Corey, Andrew, Sean, Justin, gentlemen. That's what they call rap in Hollywood. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I've got a chia pet that needs to get watered, so... Oh, Jesus. What is it this week? Like sands to the hourglass, so are the minutes of this podcast... See you all next week. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye, Felicia. Bye. Bye, guys. Take Cut and print. This concludes our broadcast day.